welcome to another edition of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm very, very excited to bring you this one. There are three of us here today. I'm your host, Lauren, as always. And who else is here? Jai. Hi. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jules. Yay, so Jai and Jules are here today too, and we're going to be talking about The Craft, which was actually uh, the recent poll on Instagram and Facebook was either The Craft or Natural Born Killers. Those were really the two options. Which one to do next? So The Craft got an overwhelming response, but Natural Born Killers was not that far behind, and that one we're going to do. So don't worry, we're still going to do it. But we're going to talk about The Craft. It's on Netflix right now in case anyone wants to run out and go see it for the first time or again. So I just watched it literally maybe again and ended maybe 30 minutes ago. So <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of fresh in what I remember and everything about it. But what were what are you guys thoughts about it? Uh, Jules, let's let's hit you first. Um, What's your deal with the craft? So one thing that I love about the craft, I feel like uh, what really keeps me in the game is the fashion. <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the, just the fashion, the aesthetic of the of the whole story. But um, I, I had fun rewatching it. Um, it's been so long. Like, I can't tell you the last time I saw it. Um, and so there are like pieces and clips that I remembered. Um but, uh, yeah, it was fun, and, like, it kind of revamped my love for uh, Nancy. I think she's just, like, kind of crazy, and I kind of, I just love that about her. Um, but, uh, yeah, there were, like, some things where, like, maybe some of the comments or the jokes, I was like, ooh, that did not age well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was that one thing. Yeah, that was, like, one thing that just, like, kept coming up, and uh, I took, like, a couple notes, and one was like, ooh, outdated. <laughs> Casual racism. No yeah. Racism yeah. Oh, <laughs> Like, let's that throw so that in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was a, that was a reoccurring issue in this film. Yeah. Which is weird, oh, because I read... Episode. Oh, I, I read on, on, like, Wikipedia that apparently they rewrote Rochelle's character to be, like, a biracial girl who has problems with race. So that was not actually initially in the screenplay. Oh. So okay. that's, like, a tidbit. But I was kind of like, oh, that's... I mean, maybe they wanted to bring awareness to it and just... I mean, because I guess we didn't know much about her as a character. That's kind of all we knew was yeah. that Rochelle didn't like her because she was black. But, yeah, because we didn't know her family or anything. Damn. It's kind of crazy. Vijay, what about you? But wait, how old were you when you watched it, Jules? Like, the first time? I was very... I think when I first saw... Like, I don't even know if I saw all of it. Um, I was maybe, like, eight. Like, seven or eight. Oh, wow. You were so young. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That was, like, uh... Well, like, ten... No. You're older than that. I think I... Oh, you last saw it ten years ago. Yes. You first saw it. Yeah, but it, yeah, it was good. I, it almost felt like watching just like a new movie because it, it was really so much of it just is more memory of like the aesthetics of the film than actually following the plot. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I, like one of the like craziest moments that stuck out for me was um, that man with a snake that um, oh, kept man. following what's her name? Um, uh, Sarah. Sarah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, and, like, he, I just, like, want to know why the snake, like, what is the meaning behind that? I don't know. Is it because of, is it Nancy? 
Nancy would eventually like kind of weave her way into her, yeah. her house. There were the snakes at the end, you know, yeah. she, she was terrified of snakes. So I think Nancy knew that when she did that weird spell at the end, you know, where yeah. there were like snakes and bugs everywhere. Maybe that was like, yeah. Nancy's coming. Like there's this weird snake that's going to like pop into your life. And then the, then they run into him again. Like yeah. once he's hanging out with them. Yeah. And he gets run over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what is everyone's, um, just, you know, what's everyone's feeling on the group on, you know, the four girls? <clears throat> oh, hold on. Jai, what's your first, uh, um, when did you first see it? Oh, I'm so sorry. I... No, it's okay. Yeah, then we'll talk about it. I think it, you know, it's weird because I actually, I was 13 when it came out. Mm-hmm. 13 or 14, I can't remember. But um, we, we were watching movies, like, at the cinema with friends at the time. Like, I was let, like, go out by myself, like, from 11. So, like, we watched... I, I think we bonked off of school. I'm, I'm not really sure, but I watched it with, with friends from school. And I'm sure I skipped school that day. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, like, it's... It's, I mean, I liked it a lot then, and I feel like I rewatched it yesterday, and it remains pretty solid, you know, after all these years. Because I feel like the story is so relevant, even now. Yeah, and And, like, even the, obviously, like, fashion and, like, everything. There's so many elements about the film that I feel are just pretty now still. I mean, you know. Um, and I'm sure even if you're like 15 or 16 and you watch it, it will still speak to you. Or like, you'll be like, yeah, yeah, that's dirty. Like, you know, in school, like there's always like someone mean and there's like little groups and, you know, popular kids and whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I remember that there was these sort of hype about the film when it came out. I mean, maybe not right when it came out, but... When we watched it, like uh, maybe after a few months, it came out. Like a lot of kids in school um, watched it as well, and like there's always like girls who th- there was definitely like a lot of girls who who were like, oh yeah, I like I I practice or, like black magic totally. too. Yeah. Like, do you have that? Because oh, I did. Yeah. Totally. Okay, so it's uh, I was in Mexico City at the time, and this is like the memory. It's not so much the film, but it, it kind of like what happened when the film came out. Um, you know, you're young, so you're pretty, um, what's the word? Impressionable, I suppose. Yeah. And um, as you both know, like everyone, like Mexico is like, um, well, voodoo and black magic is like a big deal. And it's practiced quite a lot. It's really popular in Mexico, um, even in Mexico City. So oh, wow. um, yeah, like there's this huge market where you can buy like all the, like stuff to, to make potions and whatever, like spells and stuff. It's just really big in the, it's part of the culture basically. And so I was always a bit spooked by that and I didn't really, that I found that really scary, but there was like girls who were like actually popular girls and they would like put spell on guys, whether they worked or not, I'm, I don't really Yeah, know. I had the same thing in, in my school too, this girl. But they were, guy. yeah, they would go after school to this market that's like in the middle of the city, it's really famous. Oh, wow. And they would like This sounds like a movie. In. Yeah, yeah it's a bunch of so like, Mex- like a Mexican like, teenage girls like going to this like weird 
like market to like do some Dude, weird that spell. would be tight as shit i would love yeah. to make well that i'm sure i'm sure there's been like lots of documentaries about it like i know yeah i'm sure probably in mexico we no no like these and like iv and like oh. and all that like so many um buyers definitely have some i'm sure oh, wow, okay it's just a huge thing about um it's just really well known you know um but anyway like yeah so i just remember girls doing like spells or whatever putting spells on guys and there were all these like little things that you learn like you will put like you'll write someone's name and put it in a bottle and put it in the freezer for someone who wanted to harm you and like all this oh, weird wow. stuff so I think my memory of the film is more the feeling and like sort of experiences around it like oh. um oh. you know girls doing that and you will be scared of like getting on the wrong side of one of them because you know and um and yeah anyway like it's the sort of film that you really watch and like sleepovers with your friends and that, you're like that's I can't mine sleep, right that's when okay, i first yeah. saw it was at a sleepover oh really oh, yeah. oh my god <laughs> i have that written out i was like i first saw it when i was 14 uh, at a sleepover and there was a girl in my i think she was in my like eighth grade class which i guess yeah i don't know what you're like 13 14 she like was totally like practice wicca she was like she i remember was going out with this older guy um like two grades above us and then he broke up with her and then she like put the spell on him and then he got really sick and then like didn't come to school for a long time so yeah we were all like kind of like oh gosh maybe she's like not wrong (laughs) maybe she's like kind of has something going on but yeah it was it was super weird but i it was around when that movie came out and um, I remember I had a uniform at my school. It wasn't a Catholic school, but I was like, oh man, I wish like we could just kind of like free ball our uniforms like they seem to do in like every TV show or movie where they like yeah. go to Catholic school. But I'm like, wait, I don't know any Catholic schools that let you just kind of like wear untucked shirts, t-shirts, they don't. like yeah, a black white no. collar, like with your patent leather, like um, trench coat. Like. Yeah, that's highly inaccurate. You would get, yeah. like, you would yeah. get like two hour after school detention if you had like an unbuttoned shirt, you know, yeah. at like a strict private school. <laughs> but that was, kind of, I, I, I mean, I was kind yeah. of, I knew that probably wasn't true, but... <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of funny. But yeah, I guess, um, yeah, going back to Jules' question, what does everyone think about the group? You mean just as the girls, like all the girls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Jules? What do you think about the group? Um, so just full disclosure, I'm totally going to need help with names. <laughs> oh, like the character name? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but um, one that like really stuck out to me was the um, the girl with the burn marks. Oh, Nev Campbell. Yeah. Uh, what's her Bonnie? Bonnie. Yeah. And so what I thought was really interesting about Bonnie is you know there's like all of these you know rumors and things about why she you know is burnt and why she doesn't show her body. Oh, that's right. And you know, and then they go in and kind of show like, hey, like this is actually you know something that like you know, this normal teenage girl is having to deal with. Like, she, like, her mom's taking her to the doctor and, like, really wants her to, like, be able to live a normal teenage girl life. And it kind of, I kind of liked her, um, just, like, backstory. It just, like, her character development was pretty good, I think. Oh, Bonnie? Yeah. I kind of hated how the fact that she got her scars removed and immediately that means she became, like, an ultra bitch. 
Like oh, as so soon as she kind of forget that she as like, soon as she, she came in, whole, yeah, yeah, she changes her whole demeanor. But I think it's also because like her spell worked, so she's probably feeling like really powerful, really confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh shit, but, I can make my stuff. But I feel, I feel like, like it's... go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, yeah. All I was gonna say was like I, I, I thought that that whole storyline about her scars was kind of like. I don't know. It made me like feel empathetic for her. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. And I also yeah. love the fact that Skeet Ulrich or whatever Chris he was like, yeah, that one over there. Like she has these weird burn scars. He's like, I haven't seen them, but like friends of mine have. Like, or like, like he was very quick to be like, oh, I would never hook up with her. Yeah. Like you will and scream in like a year and you'll try to kill her. But anyway, <laughs> but like aside from that, which I was like, oh my god, I love that they're both in this movie and like they don't interact at all. And then when you see them in Scream, they're like dating and it's like literally maybe a few months later because it came out the same year. But um, it's, it's yeah, he's very quick to be like, oh, I haven't seen it. Like I wouldn't hook up with her, but like friends I might have. Like he's kind of embarrassed about it. Yeah. What do you think, Jai? Um, yeah, I mean, I I really liked, um, I feel like, I, I love the group, because they were, they were all different, and I feel like at the same time, the thing that united them was that they were sort of outcast, or like, you know, um, I don't know, not very popular, they all kind of had their own thing going on, and you, you, you had group groups of friends like that in school, you know? Like, I was in that group. Yeah, me too, I was yeah. oh. <laughs> Totally never popular. <laughs> Not that you probably couldn't figure that out, but um, uh, yeah, totally never popular. Definitely like, on the yeah, out fringes. I think it's so sad. Like you're when you're that age, you're. If you're into different like things, if, you, if you're not into mainstream stuff, then you're put in that. Yeah. You're labeled as like a yeah. weird kid or um, a loser or whatever. Like, speaking speaking of like Wiccans, I remember um, I like had just. I had just transferred from my my private school to back into public school because, like, I just hated private school. And, um, yeah, like, within, like, the first, like, two, three months, there were just rumors that I was a Wiccan because just, like, the way I dress. And I was like, no, this is just the way I like to dress. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, I don't know if anyone ever thought I was, but I was, like, the weird Marilyn Manson girl. But I was like, oh. fuck you. I went to go see him at Antichrist. And I bet all of you guys now... Or probably like, man, I wish you went to that show. To be <laughs> yeah, I was definitely like the weird person who wore like black lipstick and like Marilyn Manson shirts. Hell yeah. Oh, and wow. Stuff. And I had yeah. that back spike collar. I oh, remember yeah. like making my mom go to like the quote punk store like down in DC in uh, Georgetown. Smash Records, shout out to the original Smash Records. But yeah. they um, had these like collars and my mom was like, that's a dog collar. I'm not getting you that that weird black thing with like spikes on it and I was like I want it I want it it's so cool and then I eventually like she was like no that's crazy and then I eventually like saved up and like you know went down and, and bought it <laughs> and she was like oh my god I can't believe you're wearing that I can't believe you got it but it was like Nancy's like the one that she oh, has yeah. at the party and she was it's that, pretty like, cool like, yeah with like a belt on the back it's really cool I wish I still had it because I mean, Lord, fashion editorials and everything, like, they use stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. They were so cheap at the time as well. I, I definitely mm-hmm. had some, but, I mean, I wasn't, at that age, I wasn't, well, you mean, at 14, you yeah, used to wear, 14, like, 15, yeah. I stopped no, I wasn't, I wasn't wearing stuff like that then. You were popular, that, huh? Well, 
because I made people <laughs> look cute. But I no, I think it's weird because I I didn't really belong to just one group. I actually had like oh, three groups. So, no, like it's weird. Like I feel that I was um, I had three different groups and I would hang out with yeah. they were at different times. So like I'll be hanging out with the popular kids, like you know what? the popular what? girls with the. Because my boyfriend was like the popular kid or whatever. And he was like the troublemaker, cute, whatever. But then I also hung up with like um, the really smart girls. Um, because we would like do work together. It's really weird. I, I was part of That's like three cool. different groups. But but I mean, I still I could totally relate to the characters, you know. And I feel like oh, at yeah. different times, especially before when I was like 13 or 12. Like just like Jules, I, I went through that like went from Catholic, well, not even Catholic, it was like a yeah. non-school. I went to a non-school, and it was just like a girls' school only, and it was so strict and awful. And then I went from private Catholic school to uh, public, and that was like such a shock, you know? And like, I was used to being the new girl, but I was, I mean, I wasn't affected by it, but you do get that at first, like, a lot of boys kind of like, calling you names or being like, oh, you're stuck up because you're from private school. Like, I don't know, just like a bit of bullying, but never like that bad, you know? Um, yeah. But it's still, you, you, I'm, I'm sure we all can relate to just the dynamics and like, oh, yeah, you know, definitely. having that friend who's a bitch, or, I mean, or whatever. Or what did you guys who, think about like the relationship between Chris and Sarah. Like, do you think that Chris, who's like played by Skeet Ulrich or Ulrich yeah. or Ulrich or whatever, do you think that he genuinely liked her at first, or did he just want to like conquer her because she was like the new girl? Um, and then obviously, like the whole thing happened where he got that spell. But my theory is that he actually liked her, but because he's you know kids at that age, you and mature and stuff, and I feel like he didn't like the fact that she said no to like having sex with him basically, and I feel like mm -hmm. it was like a revenge basically, just making things up because he didn't want to seem like the loser by saying oh we didn't do it because you know when you're that age, boys always want to show up that they had sex with girls. And yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it came from a bad place, and I think he was like awful, but I feel that to make himself sound like better he said that about her and you know he just wanted to fit in i guess with his friends and i don't know and he did the same thing to nancy because nancy oh, like tried yeah. to warn him or warn her and then she's like yeah don't hang out with him he's a jerk and then oh, but i think they have sex yeah they that's what i was gonna did. say yeah. they said like oh she he said the same thing about nancy but then later i think like oh that's right when she like turns into yeah, Sarah. Sarah. Like, yeah, the party. Yeah, she's like, we had some pretty good time. Exactly. So I'm assuming, so, yeah, that they probably did hook up at some point. Maybe no one knew about it because maybe he's just that kind of boy who just sleeps around with any. Like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's supposed to be like a dumb, like a you know, totally like dumb guy, like dumb jock guy. He didn't deserve to die, obviously. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Even though that was probably like that is written down as one of my like epic. Um, Scene. Yeah, 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 same, same. <laughs> like the I think I have a lot. It's like party scene, calling the corners. Like there are just a lot. The epic fight at the end, which I think won an MTV Movie Award for best fight that year. Which is it's oh, pretty cool. Wow. If you look it up yeah. on YouTube. You can see them accepting the award. Um, or used to be able to. It was up there, like Fruza Balk and uh, what's her name, Robin Tooney. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of funny. That I was like, oh yeah, and light as a feather, stiff as a board. Yeah, that's like another. I tried that. Did yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember. 
That totally. was like the um the what is what is the comment she makes? She's like, I think I just broke my finger. Or, oh yeah, <laughs> just sprained my finger. Yeah, I think I just sprained my finger. <laughs> and the mom that. just like waltzes in. That was my experience. <laughs> what your mom like walking uh, in? Oh no, just like spraining my finger, trying to do this like this spell, oh. and it's not working. <laughs> I have like I, one of my notes. I have is that. Um, it's kind of funny. It's like women empowerment turns bad because at first <laughs> they're all like they're all really cool. I mean, like, I mean the three girls are obviously already friends, and then Sarah comes in, and then they see that she can balance the pencil, or at least uh, Bonnie sees it, and then she's like, "Oh wow, we're we're gonna have a fourth. And then they all have this kind of like really good twenty minutes of like camaraderie, with all the montages, and when they do the spells on the guys, and then quickly it turns into like. This is kind of where I could, I mean, not that it's a bad thing, but this is where I could start to see that there was definitely not a female writer in the room because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, women, it just, like, they spurt. They just go yeah. jealous, mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to attack you. I'm going to, like, like obviously, whatever, uh, Faruza Balk, Nancy, she's, like, knifing Sarah at the end. Yeah. I mean, she's really, like, she's going to kill her. I mean, it's not even, like, I just want to hurt you. Like, she's trying to kill her. I mean, because she's more powerful than she is. And yeah. it just kind of turns into this, like, oh, once they do the spells, they get what they want. They can't just be happy that they all did the spells and got what they want. They have to all turn on each other. And Nancy has to try to control the other two because one's getting more powerful. I was like, oh, here we go. But like, I feel that that's so sort of believable in a way. Because unfortunately, sadly, yeah, Sadly, you know, as much as we want to say, oh, you know, sisterhood and whatever, which, you know, I'm... Um, I feel like when you're that age as well, and like this girl obviously has a lot of issues, like she's kind of broken, and like she, I don't think, I mean, she's never been a good person because of you know her upbringing oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. think about like yeah. her, so, you know, her home life. Yeah, her yeah. Home life so terrible. Exactly. So I mean, not that um, I'm excusing her, but at the same time, I feel like she doesn't know what you know. She doesn't have any mar- morals or values, and like I feel no, that true. they were waiting for this fourth girl, and then now that she's kind of, she also wanted power. She wanted control. You know, she wanted to manipulate yeah. everyone else, and so she. I feel like she recognized that Sarah was more powerful than she was, and like she just didn't like it. So she and I feel like the other girls. You know, you did have that in school. Think about it. You had one girl that controlled the group. Not like there will be one person who had like a stronger character and personality and she will be kind of the leader of the group. And that was a dynamic. And then you have the other girls like just follow her around and just do what she says. And I feel that the fact that Sarah became a threat because she didn't want to be doing what they wanted to do, like, it was like, you know, they... They weren't happy about it, so they turned. So I kind of think it's believable in a way. Oh, no, it yeah. totally is. I just, but. I hate that it always, I feel like so many films always end up that way. Like, yeah. it just, I mean, I know it's not supposed to be like a rosy picture of sisterhood. That's clearly not, this isn't like the divine secrets of like the Yaya sisterhood <laughs> or anything like that. But it just kind of, I'm, I was also really surprised that there wasn't a female writer too. There were two men. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of wrong. It's, yeah, it's yeah. really like a very uh, woman-centric, you know, young women, you know, and then trying new things and like, you know, all these different things that are almost all female characters, even the woman who runs the magic shop, like there aren't even any male kind of 
like separate character. It's like the you see the moms and you you see yeah. Sarah's dad, I think, a little bit, but I was like, Oh wow, they have it like it's totally just like there's just women everywhere and there's Yeah, just... that you're right. That makes sense. I so, mean unless sorry, continue. Oh no, I I'm sorry. No, no, you, you can continue. No, I was just gonna say something. <laughs> I was gonna say something dumb. Like, may I like to to think that the writer or like you know the director they've consult with his partner and like had some kind of female input out there. Like, because he, he must have done research, like high school research. I think research, the guy right? I read. Uh, I think on Wikipedia that the guy who wrote it, who wasn't the director, who eventually came in and helped write it, he was trying to base it off of high school. Like, mm. his own high school kind of um, experience, which is, I don't know if he knew girls like this in high school or <laughs> if there was a group of girls like this that he just kind of made up, like, you know, their their personalities, but... Yeah. You know. Well, anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What were you going to say, Jules? What? I would really like to see... Um, what if they made, like, remade this movie? Oh, God, they are. I don't even want to Well, talk. they are. Wait, yeah. they are? I yeah. Yeah. Who was the writer of it? Uh, it, there are a bunch of people that I don't know. But oh, everyone who watches this one or most fans are like furious. I'm furious. I really. Yeah. Oh, I'm so curious because oh, I you feel are. Like in, in in I feel like conceptually it could be an opportunity because if you do think about like you know some of the things that happened in the movie, like um, who's the the racist girl who all of her hair starts falling out? Yeah, it's she like, can't say that. <laughs> What? Oh yeah. Yeah, she wouldn't be able to say that. But it, honestly, I feel like. But, but what I'm saying is like the the kind of like the moral lesson of like her yeah. hair falling out, you know, because of these things that she's done and said, and you know, there's just like this w- weird sense of you know, like almost like karma. You know, I'd be interested to see like conceptually how they'd be able to do that in a remake. But it all depends on how that remake is done. It could be a terrible remake. I mean... Well, I just... remakes are never as good as the original, so that's all I'm going to say. Like, it's There's, like, really a, a handful. Rare. Yeah, exactly. That are, like, okay. I feel like this is... I feel like if this wasn't such a 90s cult film, I wouldn't yeah. have a problem with it. Exactly. But the fact that it's, like, yeah. it's up there. It's one of it's those up movies... There, yeah. Yeah, it's up there. Like, I didn't realize when we did... Um, our Empire Records. I thought Reality Bites. When we we covered Reality Bites, I thought that was going to be way more popular because more people voted for it. Empire Records was way more popular, like the episode that we did. So, I mean, I feel like an Empire Records is another one that's a total cult movie, like total, not really underground, but I guess the people who do like these kind of films are like '90s, like teen kind of whatever. It's really high up there, and the craft is up there. It's up there with like Clueless. Oh, okay, yeah, like, it definitely has the same like Clueless type of vibe you know mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't think they should make it i think they were trying to do a tv show i heard oh, that they wow. actually started filming like last year october i think they started filming so i i don't know i mean i really don't know what is i can't imagine this. a tv show would be popular on, the, no. on this sort of sort of subject but obviously i i don't think it should be done either but um who knows like i mean think about it high school witches like <laughs> They've had well, like they've had charmed. Definitely oh, but they were older. Though, well, I know, right? but yeah, Sabrina. Yeah, well, that was kind of like kitschy. I guess Sabrina, you mean the yeah. new one or the old one? The one I with mean, Melissa um, Joan Hart. The old I mean, one. Yeah, I was thinking the old one, but yeah, they do have the new one too. I've never. Yeah, watched that, that was like, weird. but that was cute. They weren't. It wasn't dark, you know. I think they they don't have a show that's so like, like 
high school and like witches and like there's one called the dark. sacred circle that had two seasons that was great oh, I <laughs> it got know. canceled I know. yeah it was but it was like that it was like a bunch of kids like had these powers and they were in high school but they were in like different families oh and it was kind of like a romeo and Juliet, like a rival like magic families it was actually kind of good and uh i think it was based on a book or something but yeah no they haven't had like a major one i mean i guess they have that supernatural show riverdale's kind of weird no one has powers but there's some kind of like weird supernatural like edge to that show but nothing like the craft though it's kind of strange yeah but who knows yeah i just had that all the girls were lonely at first i feel like and then they kind of like all kind of got life when they met sarah you know i mean she is uh like a white witch i guess you could say like she's not working with like black magic yeah working on like positive energy so it's like like a natural yeah yeah when they met her i feel like they all kind of became comfortable and sarah was kind of the linchpin i think you're right jai that sarah became kind of like you know she was like the positive one in the group and nancy started to lose her her grip because she was like had them over at her house and when she was like telling them spells she did that thing where she changed her hair yeah her eyes and all that so she was kind of like hey guys like look at all this cool stuff i can do but she wasn't destructive. And then obviously, like, Nancy got the Yeah, yeah Nancy the spirit. was <laughs> I remember when they were, like, I think they were, like, sitting in the quad or something. And, you know, Nancy's, like, in the back. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all the other three girls are, you know, talking. And then Nancy just, you know, kind of storms off. Like, that becomes kind of a pattern with Nancy. Yeah, that she's, like, mad. I think that's, um, Rochelle was, like, yeah, she's mad her spells aren't working. Yeah. I think she said, like, she doesn't want to be white trash or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's, like, an, she's, like, an angry girl, and, you know, like, she doesn't really have m- anything going for her, so I kind of get it, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it kind of sucks that she ended up in the end. At least it didn't, like, kill her, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Was, like, she goes her, crazy. You know? Yeah, yeah, and she's just in the hospital, like, in the restraints, and I was like, oh, well. Yeah, I feel like, you know what's, like, really crazy about the, the, as I said earlier, like, it's more about feelings and, like, memories from the film when I, like, when I watched it, but there was, like, a girl in school who was, like, that, like, really, she used to wear, like, like, goth clothes and, like, black lipstick, and, like, she was really cute, but she was super unhappy, and, like, she had, like, a really tough upbringing, and, like, divorced parents, and she didn't have a lot of money, and whatever, and she was just, like, angry, and she was, like, my best friend at some point, but then, because I started dating this guy who she was in love with, she became really angry at me, and, like, she beat me up. I'm not even kidding. She actually... Yeah, she basically stopped talking to me and became my enemy. Not that I did anything really, but she was so angry and I and she was one of the girls who like imp- like previously like when the film this is like 2 years after the film came out. Yeah, no, I get after. You? Sorry. Like- a year after. No, I was 14, 14 when this happened. And she she was so angry and I feel like when someone is got issues like that, they they behave that way, right? So she actually called me and said, I would love to make up and be friends again. I'll meet you at the, at the back of the school after oh classes. God. And I got there and there were all these people and she was like, basically saying, you're a bitch. Who do you what? think you are? And she started hitting me and everyone was there. I mean, it was horrible. Like <gasps> the entire school was watching, you know, cause 
kids just hang out like at the back of the school like after classes they just chat and stuff and yeah it was like one of those like movie scenes wow. where wow. I couldn't do anything I was just frozen like I was so naive and I really thought that she wanted to talk to me so I feel like I knew people like Nancy you know I feel like this girl I don't want to even mention her name but she was like that you know because she came from like a broken family and I think she was just so unhappy so she needed to to be mean to others and yeah to feel like she had control I mean I actually thought that she broke my ribs I couldn't even walk and I had to get a taxi and my mom was so angry she was like yeah she was expelled and everything but um only for a year (laughs) she came back oh she came back yeah Oh my god! So yeah, anyway, I find this whole thing is like this is real. They're they're awful girls. Oh yeah, and it really tells you how psychologically developed girls, I guess, like because you know they're under eighteen. Like girls really are. The fact that girls can like psychologically manipulate you at such a young age, and men just have no idea. I mean, like men are like or boys, like when they're teenagers, like (laughs) they have just such a like like Chris, like in the story, like. They just understand things on such a basic level that even if she, even if Sarah never put a spell on her, she could psychologically twist him in order yeah. to have him come over to her. Oh, it didn't yeah, even take exactly. magic. I mean, yeah. girls are just really crafty and like know how to get what they want. And if they, you know, they know what someone needs to hear at such a young age, like you were saying, like that girl lured you. She knew that you were you would totally bite if she said, "Oh, I want to make up." Yeah, and then exactly. she just totally turned it. And she's young. She probably doesn't even know she's doing it, but she did, you know. I, I, see the, I see this stuff play out literally to this day with, yeah. you know, yeah. like I I know a, a 21-year-old girl who does, you know, the same like she she must have been doing this since she was a very young kid because she's really good at it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> even children can do it. Yeah, and it's something where, you know, like if, you know, I talk to um, guy friends about, you know, something like that, it's very much like I don't understand, like, what the big deal is. What is the action she's doing? And it's like, no, it's the it's the um, internal manipulation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. mind play, the mind play. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's crazy what crazy. people can do. <laughs> and yeah, also, it's really like, crazy. I feel that girls who, like, for example, Nancy, right? Like, she was she was doing whatever she wanted because her parents didn't care about her. You know, she was out all day. Like, she didn't need to um, tell anyone what she was doing. And, like, I feel like that happens, sadly, when you have, like, you know, divorced parents or they have to be out working and you just have so much freedom. But the yeah. same girl that I was saying about, she had sex with the PE teach like instructor she was like he was like 26 at the time he was so old she right was like 14. and we we're 14 and like we used to take like field trips and everyone knew because she That's was like really, really developed she had like boobs and like everything right so i mean was um, it something that she like openly talked about with yeah people? how did you yeah. find out oh yeah or was it everyone or- knew except Oh, God. Yeah, but that kind of like, still to me, like, she's under 18. She can't consent to that. I mean, even if she did, like, that's no, still, like... But, depends on the country. She had so much uh, on the laws. No, no, exactly. No, she could have gone to jail if he if they had found oh. out. But um, but yeah. she... Doesn't I mean, like, you know, I was 14, naive, and, like, clueless about everything. And she just was so experienced. Like, she was, like, sleeping with, like, all the guys and including the teacher you know it's kind of it's messed up so yeah um sometimes reality is kind of um 
or some fiction, you know? Uh, this is why I'm glad I'm not in high school anymore. <laughs> I mean, I would like to be in high school in the sense of like having kind of more freedom and just kind of like do maybe doing things I didn't do in high school now yeah. younger. But when I it comes to like psychological warfare and like making friends with girls, like I do oh not. Oh God, no! I have all. to say, I couldn't. I, I would never. I hated high school so much. I hated just being that age. It was so hard. So yeah, I, you couldn't hard. you couldn't pay me to go back to high school. No, same. <laughs> yeah, so in in all, it, for anyone listening who's young, like it gets better. <laughs> it gets way better. It's not all so crazy. Oh, what did you guys think of the soundtrack? Have you heard? Oh, yeah. the soundtrack? I, that was another yeah. of my fate. Like that's what I really wanted to talk about. Yeah, um, I got so excited. There was uh, like. Susie and the Banshees, there was Porta's Head, there was music that I had never heard before, but I was super into it. Those two um, artists were not on the soundtrack because of yeah, debates with their label, oh. Porta's Head and Susie, yeah, and another Yeah, because it's really weird that they, you, you, you totally hear Porta's Head, but they're not on the soundtrack. And great song, too. It, oh, Porta's Head's so great. Oh, yeah, but I love Porta's Head. That was a great scene for that to be into. That was also a really upsetting, like, attempted rape scene. I yeah. thought. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was very upsetting. Oh, yeah, for it to be oh. like not quote unquote graphic, but I mean, it. I was like really disturbed by that. I was like, oh god. Yeah, no, great soundtrack. Although, like, it's very like, yeah, as you said, they didn't add all the actual music in the yeah. soundtrack. But um, my favorite song is like my favorite song they play in the entire film was um, "Tomorrow Never Knows" by the Beatles. Oh, the first oh, one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a cover, so right? great. It's like so Lady great. Beat, I think. Yeah, I liked how so many. Yeah. There were mm-hmm. so many covers. There was um a. Uh, oh, Smith's yeah. cover too. There's Smith's mm-hmm. cover. It's um, yeah. Yeah, for how yeah, soon is now? How soon is now? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I prefer the original. I don't like that yeah, one, I but I mean, it's not bad. But, but I, like, I, like I don't the idea. like the Beatles. So newsflash, I like oh, every cover of every Beatles song. Oh my god! What? I have to say, that is the one difference between me and Kurt Cobain. We are not Beatles simpaticos. <laughs> we're really into the Beatles, but I don't get the hype. Oh my god, I don't get it. How could you terrible. not? I just think they're really overrated. There has I... to be some songs you like. Come on. like I've never heard a Beatles song that I like more than a cover of a Beatles song. Okay, but you haven't listened to all their music. Have you ever seen Across the Universe? I love Yes, I love that song. And I love that CD. And when I listened to the soundtrack and went back and listened to the real ones, I was like, fuck this. Yeah, Fiona Apple did a pretty good job with that. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just not a Beatles thing. I mean, they're cool. Uh, My mom had the Sgt. Pepper's uh, record. Yeah, that's an amazing record. That's like one of the best records of all time. I mean, yeah, not for me. Yeah, not for me. But I, I did fine. like that that grew, Arlene piece Beatles cover that on the big. I grew up on the Beatles. Like yeah, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's just like the household band where it's like, you you have a Beatles CD somewhere. <laughs> that's probably where I differ. My parents weren't weren't Beatles fans, mm. so um, yeah, so I didn't really grow up hearing it. Maybe if I grew up hearing it, it'd be like a different... I think you had it would a lot. You know, somehow, like it would speak to you because, like, your childhood, like memories. I don't know, like, yeah, same, same. Jules, my dad was like, he still is like one of the biggest fans. So we had all the albums and everything. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of my favorite song. I think I might. Isn't there like a letters to Cleo song? 
It's like dangerous type. It's when That's it's like during the the montage of them uh, when they. I think it's like when they're all walking in school. I think I sent you guys in the group text like a gif of it. It's like all four of them walking and they all have their uniforms. Oh on. yeah, Lomo. There's a. I think it's a letters to Cleo song that's playing. Uh, called Dangerous Type. Uh, that is my favorite song. I love oh. Letters to Cleo. They're also in uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Another. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, please. Can we do that one? Well, we got it. Yeah. We got to do. Oh, yeah. I also watched... want to do like Fight Club. Like, I, I want to do like some, uh, you know, obviously like weirder, like Natural Born Killers, too. I don't want it to be like all like hippy dippy. But um, yeah. I was like, I want to do something like dark and scary. <laughs> And like fucking weird, but yeah, Ten Things I Hate About You is another great one. I love that movie. Me it's too. So good. It's it just... is just so good. Like that's where you aspire, like to have a boyfriend who's gonna sing. Like <laughs> just Heath um, Ledger. I mean, he doesn't well, even have yeah, to like do anything. So hot. <laughs> he was just he like was. so good in that movie. Oh, Let's talk about the fashion. Yes, fashion, fashion. Deborah Everton is the costume director. So shout out those Catholic uniforms. Yeah, she's amazing. She's awesome. such a good job. But I don't think she did any other really iconic film after that, though. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Not I don't that, know any. I checked like... it out. I, don't, I, I didn't see anything cool. But anyway, I have to say, like, my favorite, favorite thing was that vinyl trench coat that Nancy yes. wears. Whoever people, that's just a siren in the background. <laughs> in your car. I live, like, right on the corner, and, like, right on the corner is a firehouse. Oh, no, no. People might be listening in their cars or something and be like, oh, (laughs) There's another podcast I listen to where where they're like, that's just a siren, people. Don't pull over. (laughs) Keep on going. So for the fashion, um, what I have to say is it has my three favorite just, like, aesthetics. It has, you know, the schoolgirl take. Um, and then there's black and floral. Like, oh, it, like grungy dresses or like, yeah, like, yeah. like some, some days, like they're like wearing just like super light floral, pretty dresses. And then they're, you know, you know, meeting that with, you know, wearing like all black and yeah, like a, a choker, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, you kind of have like all three, you have like a very hard, um sense of you know style with like nancy and then let's like think of like sarah when she first comes in like i think like halfway through the movie sarah's kind of transformed her whole fashion take from like being a sweet innocent good girl and like she's wearing this um this like super sleek beret with these sunglasses and wearing and she looks yeah. bad as shit like it she looks amazing yeah and uh and so i i really liked sarah's kind of evolution with her fashion yeah i feel like the costume designers did a really great job of, like addressing them accordingly their personality that was like because you you know, even though you wear school uniform, you still have personality and you add your own touch. I feel like, did you used to wear, like, jewelry like that? Because we, we did, like, we used to, like, know what we were in day. school. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I, I feel like, day. while you're at school, you can't really be super funky, but as soon as, like, you were getting ready to leave for the day, you would, like, take your sweater and wrap it around your waist and, like, 
hide show your, your necklace yeah exactly roll it <laughs> roll it and I wear um show your necklaces I wear like kind of underneath your top and roll the sleeves up and maybe add a denim jacket I thought that was just so cool like and the the trench coat the what I think you call it PVC but we call it vinyl oh yeah yeah, yeah. I have I had patent leather I just had like Nancy just loves the patent leather she has like or like vinyl patent leather she has like the vinyl pants on later <gasps> yeah vinyl um jacket like trench yeah. coat that she wears and, and she that, wears a lot of vinyl or... think about like that coat is still relevant now like oh, yeah. literally it has been like people try to remake every season with like a fur collar and like whatever right but i mean i have one it's a raincoat that's like kind of pvc sort of thing but um I, I love that, that that became sort of like a classic and like even now. Yeah. I, I love like, all uh, the earthy like tones. They all have very earthy tones, even when they go out to the, the forest to do like the original spell when they get oh, yeah. And they're all wearing this like, like Sarah has like kind of a grayish blue. Someone else, I think Rochelle has on like a orangey, like a rust color. And then there's black. There's never, there's no neon, like, there's no, mm. you know, like, none of that kind of, like, clueless style. This is, like, around the same era. So it's, like, not that era of L.A., you know, like, Beverly Hills, like, fancy. This is, like, downtown L.A., like, East Hollywood, like, dark clothes. They're, like, hanging out. When they go in the beginning and they go to that, um, it's, like, where all those, like, seats are set up after that guy run gets run over. When they're just yeah. like walking throughout the street. Oh, yeah, all, like, yeah. That's a cool grungy. street. Yeah. 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 It's all like super grungy and stuff. So I like how they all, I just like how they all wear like such new, like neutral tones throughout it. And then they also, obviously, they have their like uniforms and stuff. I really like the one that Nancy has on when she gets the spirit, like when she like uh, invokes a spirit. It's like a really oversized black leather jacket. Oh, and, oh yeah, you know, like a black dress that goes all the way down, and it's just like really oversized. It's really cool looking. I really like that that outfit. Yeah, they all actually have something like that. Nev Campbell has the same thing. She has like an oversized black leather jacket and like a long black dress. She kind of dresses like Nancy too. Like those are the two that wear black. Mm-hmm. The other two don't. They wear like the neutral colors. But I feel like Nev Campbell. She always wears like a variation of black and. And then when she got her scars removed, she had, like, the white shirt on. And then she had, like... So, Lauren, tell me something. Mm-hmm. Um, the what? actress that plays Sarah, does she... Is she wearing a wig? Yes. Yeah, because her hair I was so wondering. weird. Yeah, because she shaved looks... her head in Empire Records. Right, that's yeah, real, I remember yeah. you said that. Because I was like, that hairline is so old. And mm-hmm. her hair looks really thick, like, really weird. Like, she either <laughs> yeah. has, like really curly and they tried to like it's all puffy yeah yeah it's all puffy i was like oh this is so weird yeah she's she's really pretty i I love i love love robin tooney she's really cool she's in this really good independent film that i have that i had to buy on amazon because it i think only came out on tape but it's called uh niagara niagara and it's so good she's this girl who has tourette's and then she ends up uh, meeting this guy and they go on like kind of a road trip, but she like needs to get her medication and like she's mm. really, really good. Oh, it's weird. She was in Horse Girl. I don't recognize her. No, it can't I don't be. Know that is. Okay, I'm just uh, looking for anything. Horse Girl is a new done. Netflix show. It's, oh, okay. No, no, no. It's a film. It's a film. It's oh, it's a film. Oh, yeah, yeah I've that's seen right. It, it is it's a film. Really I watched like the first 10 minutes and I was like, I'm not into this. 
Oh, have you guys watched uh, that awful reality show people are talking about now? What what reality show? That one on Netflix, like Too Hot to Handle. Oh no, no, I couldn't get through it. (laughs) Just if you guys want to watch it, you mentioned it last week because I thought it was going to be good, and then I started watching it, and I was like, "This is stupid." (laughs) (laughs) Not Love Island. It's I think they're trying to make it like a Love Island slash Love Is Blind slash whatever other thing for people to watch now that we're like kind of stuck in the house, but. Did you guys have any standout scenes to, like, kind of wrap things up? Yes. Yeah, what are your favorites? I mean, it shouldn't really be a favorite because it's so disturbing and disgusting. Oh, yeah, I mean... I mean, that scene where Sarah is in her house and, like, everywhere she looks, it is, like, um, there are rats, um, worms. I always skip um, it, it, it was only hard to watch when the rat fell on her back or, like, several yeah. rats. I don't know. But, um... I love how disturbing it is. Like, I, I just love everything about when then in her house and then Nancy, like, tries to kill her and stuff. I, I mean, yeah, I just, this it's so my kind of thing. Someone who won't finish American Horror Story. <laughs> you think that's not disturbing? Like, um, that's so disturbing, those bugs. Yeah, but it, I don't know. I like things that have shock value, I think. Oh, okay. I, just, I like that a lot. Um, yeah. I think that's like, and to be honest, every scene where Nancy is crazy, I like. Yeah. Um, just exactly. because she's so, I have to say, she's freaking amazing in the film. Like, she plays that role so well. Have you seen American uh, History X? Yes. She's yes, Edward Norton's girlfriend. It's amazing, yeah. And she's also but, like Nancy, like a Nazi version of Nancy. I <laughs> couldn't watch that movie. Oh. Why? It's so good. The, the grocery, the grocery scene, like upset me so much. I like. Grocery? Yeah, it happens maybe like twenty minutes in. You have to finish it because it's honestly one of the best films. I'm trying to think of what happens in the grocery. There's like a fight. There's like a fight. That I don't remember. It's oh, like- oh, okay. I know now. Oh, yeah. that was the, the curbing was the worst. That that part I can't see. She the hasn't reason, got to it. The reason, like, oh, okay. Oh, it's okay. Mind. You can Never say mind. it. You should. No, no, I won't in case you haven't seen it. Okay. But you should see it. I feel like if you only need to watch it once, you don't need to watch it like multiple times, but it's yeah. it's important <laughs> to see though. Yeah, it's a good yeah, film. It's, it's really like, good, yeah. And he definitely got robbed. Edward Norton should have gotten the Oscar that year. Oh, wow. He should have. Who won it that year? Russell Crowe. Oh, oh God, for Gladiator? No, I think for Beautiful Mind. Oh, God, that I'll movie was so check, boring. I know that he got robbed. And then another year... Another Oscar robbery it was Sean Penn should have won for uh, I Am Sam, but that yes. Italian guy won for like that life. Oh, of La Vita Bella, yeah. But he was sorry, but I have to say, yeah, that guy who played La Vita Bella was amazing, and that movie is like insane. So I haven't. I disagree seen with I you. Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen it, then you can't really say. Can't you? I just want Sean Penn to win. He should have won for I Am Sam. It was so good. It was heartbreaking. No, I promise that La Vita Bella. Do you know what it's about? No, I don't. Okay, it's. I swear, Lauren, you're not gonna. You change your mind when you watch it. Really? It, okay, yes. I'm gonna look this up. Oh, it's on it's, Hulu. Okay, I'm gonna look. This it's up. an insane film, but I mean. You had to wait. The beginning is a little... It takes a while to, you know. But it, it's an incredible story. It, I mean, I cry so much in that movie. Because it's about the Holocaust. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll watch it, I guess. Jules, right. you, ha- you should see it, too. Okay. Have you seen it? Like no, I, I haven't. 
Oh, cool. All right, what other standout scenes? Uh, do you have any more, Jai? No, that's it for me. Jules, <laughs> what are your standout scenes? So I feel like... Yeah, mine are kind of disturbing, too, but I feel like they were just really <laughs> good. Um, so my first that I would say um, standout scene, and I brought it up earlier, was the guy chasing Sarah with the snake. I just oh, yeah. thought it was, like... Um, it was really scary, like, maybe because it's, like, resonates with, like, my own fear of, like, being chased, <laughs> you know? Um, and that just, I just thought that was a really good standout scene. Um, and, you know, it was just kind of a groundbreaking moment for the girls being like, hey, this oh, happened, yeah. you know? Like, that's kind of what really started their, you know, um, their, their pact. And then... Um, that's true, yeah, because they all turned together. Yeah, and then I guess, like, another standout scene... Um, I think would be um, a Nancy scene, yeah, where she's in her bed. It's it's right at the end where, you know, everything's kind of, you know, closing in. We have closure on mostly, this, you know, the whole story now. And you see Nancy and she's just like, you see her just degrade through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you see her rise, you know, they, they win, um, or they, didn't, they don't win, but they inherit that money from the abusive boyfriend. Oh, I thought that was also right. a very good scene. Oh, I, yeah. I hated that, that guy. Um, and it kind of gave you a little like, um, input, you know, how we were talking about, you know, the girl who, you know, beat up Jai, like that, you know, that type of behavior kind of comes from, you know, from, trouble and pain coming in you know within other people and like you kind of see like yeah this dude's shitty so when they get all of his money and you know she gets all of this you know power um you really see her degrade and I think like that bed scene was kind of the perfect you know like symbolism of what happened to her Hmm. yeah that's true yeah my uh one of my favorite scenes is when they buy the condo and her mom is like drunk with excitement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She wants to hang out with the girls. Yeah, and then I love how like I love the outfits when they're all like I think you mentioned it earlier, uh when Robin Tooney or Sarah has like the Tam, like the beret, and they're all like walking into the building and they all like are dressed with like thigh highs and they all look really cool. Yeah, then, that is cool. Yeah, I love that their apartment's kinda empty but has this like nineties like kind of style. I love that. Yeah, it's like super 90s contemporary, I guess you could say. And like their couch is really weird too. Uh, it's cool. Yeah, and yeah. the jukebox. That <laughs> just has nothing but Connie Francis. Connie Francis also was not on the soundtrack because of copyright. That was the Oh, other yeah, that was such show. a good song. That um, yeah, that was cool. And I liked. Um, I really liked the, Na- like the whole party. Like when Nancy goes to the party and she kills Chris. Like, I love that whole thing where she turns into Sarah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that is cool. In, and then it's like, yeah, then it's like, I love her whole, like, feminism. Like, the only way you know how to treat women is by treating them like whores. And you're... Yeah. And she's, and like, she's flying. Yeah. But she's, like, elevated. Yeah, and yeah. She's, like, on her feet. And then she's just, like, sliding. And he's just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, she just I'm out. telling you, every scene we're, se- we're not so easy. Like, that's just good you know she's so uh, wild yeah i love her she's she's really cool and uh apparently also i read that they also had a wiccan advisor on set so that everything that they did and the chants and things that they said were like i think they said respectful and like trying to be authentic so Mm. that's good too so that was pretty cool so yeah, this has been super fun. I'm glad I uh, got to rewatch The Craft and talk about it. I'm glad it was on Netflix. 
A lot of things are kind of, you know, I don't know. They're like on some things and then they're not and couldn't find Empire Records. Had to like figure that out. So that's cool that we all got to watch something that. Yeah, I have to add one thing. Um, When I told Matthew that I was watching The Craft for this week, like rewatching it, he was like, oh, The Craft, that's such a good movie. I liked it. I I actually watched it several times. So it's cool to to hear that even, you know. Oh, that's um, cool. A guy who's probably older than us, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe he'll, he'll listen to the episode. And as always, people, review the podcast and give some likes and knock it up because uh, I guess that's how you get seen. I guess yeah. I should say that in the beginning, but if you've made it this far, then yeah, leave a review. But uh, for the last five minutes, what have you guys been up to in quarantine? What have your... Yeah, have you, Jules, what have you been up yeah, to? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, me and, me and Jai talk about it. Um, I've just been doing... Um, Music, taking care of, you know, my plants. Um, I've been working on, like, learning how to animate. I'm not good at it yet, but I'm, like, learning. Um, Because, yeah, there's, like, apps for it now. You can just, like, draw on your iPad and stuff. Um, But, yeah, like, not not too much. You know, just trying to, like, reflect and, you know, it's okay to be bored. Creativity comes from boredom. That's true. Yeah, what about you guys? You were I mean, my Lauren. I don't know. I, I added a bunch of things to my um, art uh, cart, like on dickblick.com, like the art store. Mm-hmm. So I added a bunch of like, I'm going to do some like mixed media collages. I'm actually shooting a little bit later today via oh, webcam. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, so you I'm going to do shoot, some. Lena. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to do like a few other things. But I don't really know what I'm doing, and i didn't want to give I'm trying to do the thing where I don't give the models any inspiration so I'm just letting her do whatever she wants to do because I don't really know what I'm doing yet so there's just that and uh archiving some old film I found a bunch of things like you know I need to put in sleeves so I guess I'm just gonna rescan some stuff and yeah reading I want to read this really good book about uh well it's by Tom O'Neill uh, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, like last week about like Charles Manson and the CIA. So I'm Oh, you of... told me about it. So yeah, oh, yeah I sent you guys cool. the links to that. It's really like deep dive. <laughs> like, in, like if you want to get into something crazy and weird, then I guess it's something to get into. But yeah, I want to read something like that. Kind of re- want to read something that's like a, like a nonfiction, like an investigative like report, you know, instead of just watching like true crime documentaries, I kind of want to read, read something about it. So yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. It's been so fun. And yeah, we will see you on the next one. Awesome. Thanks for having us, Lauren. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.